Hello, everyone. Welcome to the We Are Children's Division podcast. It is it is that time of year again when we are going to talk about the legislature because they've come to town and I am doing one of my favorite things, which is uh, to uh, talk with uh, Director Robert Nodell uh, and with us in this room also are uh, uh, the director of DFAS, Pat Lubring, and, and making his first appearance at this particular gathering, Ryan Conway, our legislative liaison. So it is really great to be with you guys today. I, I talk to people about things in my job that I really love. And I love doing these podcasts and I love talking to all you guys. So, so I'm sort of double happy right now. So it's really an exciting thing. So, uh, so, uh, Robert, how are you doing? Oh, we're doing well. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, when the general assembly, uh, comes to town, you know, it's a very busy time for us. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we have the largest budget of, uh, of any department in uh, state government. It's a very, very uh, significant investment. I like to say that uh, when I came to work uh, for the state of Missouri for the first time in 2003, uh, which is a little bit longer ago than, uh, than I would like to admit, none of us are as young as we once were, uh, but the entire uh, state budget was about $17 billion. And as of today, the budget for our department alone uh, comes in right about $17 billion. And so, you know, it's a very, very uh, significant budget. Uh, you know, we also look at uh, the legislation very closely. And, uh, you know, that includes getting our priorities across the line. And also, you know, when we have to play defense to, uh, you know, to try to uh, slow down or uh, halt bad ideas or, or to try to modify, you know, well-intentioned proposals that perhaps, uh, you know, in the implementation would create uh, burdens or, or challenges that were unforeseen. You know, we try to work closely with the, the General Assembly to do that. So, you know, as they always say in football, offense sells tickets, but uh, defense wins championships. So, you know, we, we like to uh, play it on both sides and make sure that our budget is protected and that, you know, we continue to see the investments in our team members, uh, you know, in terms of pay and compensation, as well as, you know, in uh, IT investments that, that uh, allow us to better serve customers, to make the workloads and the workdays more efficient and, and to improve our ability to serve the 2 million Missourians department-wide, as well as the population, the, the children and the families that uh, Children's Division serves. We're very, very excited about the investments that uh, the General Assembly and the governor has made in full partnership with us uh, to really try to uh, reform and rebuild uh, our Children's Division to uh, what we all think that it can be uh, to keep kids safe here in the state of Missouri and to strengthen our families. And I think we're going to see that momentum continue uh, during this legislative session. And I was really surprised when I came here how much, how much time and how much of the policy is really surrounding the budget. I mean, it, it's, you know, you think about people filing bills and you think about what you see, saw on Schoolhouse Rock about I'm a bill. Uh, you, you, you think about that. And then when you realize, gee, they have to patch it, pass a budget every year and, and it's, a, it's a big deal and it's where priorities are set and it's where policy gets done. That makes this the busy season for Pat Lubring. It, it is like it is like you are you are like an accountant in April when when it when it turns into this. Right, Pat? So, yeah. Um, yeah, this is definitely our busy time of year. 
uh, not only preparing the budget and, and pushing forward the initiatives for the department, but answering a lot of questions. So, you know, what uh, goes a lot into, you know, helping our budget and pushing initiatives is answering a lot of those questions, uh, working the math behind the scenes to make sure everybody has the right information to make good decisions and, and to support our budget. All right. You know, speaking of answering questions, I've got Ryan Conway here. And Ryan, when it comes to the legislature, Ryan's the person to whom I ask questions. I, I, and uh, he, he often has answers. But uh, also, we go, uh, you go over there to the legislature with him, and then they'll ask him questions. And then he'll turn around and ask me questions. So just today, today, we wound up in a hearing, uh, and we, we were answering questions, weren't we, Ryan? We were. Um, you know, I found a lot of times when bills get, get hearings, um, you know, you get a lot of questions about what what's the way things work now, and then sometimes you even get asked to prognosticate the future. Well, what will this do to, you know, what will this do to uh, to the division? And so that's you know where we end up. It's always good to have a good team to lean on, and you know, Daryl's a great part of our team to help lean on. And I know there's a lot of folks that that help that help him within CD that he wouldn't be able to answer all these questions totally on his own. So. You know, when we when we uh, we get, we get a lot of questions, but it also helps build a lot of trust uh, with the with the general assembly. And when when we go over there and we ask for more money or you know a little leeway within statute to do something, when we've answered questions, been responsive, and been there to uh, you know to to work with them, I think that's where we get a lot of that leeway and that runway that we need to you know continue to give. Our, our CD workers, what they need to, to get the job done. And when I've been over there, those questions are often very good questions. And I mean, we, got, we got some today. Ryan looks at me. I'm, I'm looking around behind me thinking, where are my people to answer that question? <laughs> Sometimes the answer is we've got to get back to you. And, and uh, you know, it's all part of the policymaking. It's really great. It's, it's really a great process. And, and it, this is my third go-around. Uh, this is the third, my, my third uh my third legislative session, which is just amazing that, that Robert, we've been here this long. It's yes. been two years now. So, so it's really an opportunity for us to do a recap. I mean, we, uh, two years ago, we were, we were just getting started on this journey. How, how do you think it's gone? Where, where were we at and where are we now? Do you think? Well, certainly, uh, you know, certainly, you know, we were coming out of the, the, uh, pandemic, uh, out of the, you know, the, the acute phase of, uh, COVID-19, uh, you know, certainly very, very significantly understaffed. Uh, you know, if you looked at the children's division, it was very uh, significantly under-resourced in terms of uh, funding. And, you know, if you look at the pay, especially, you know, for uh, for the new case workers, you know, we knew uh, that we had a lot of work to do. And, uh, you know, our, our policymakers had not invested uh, in in child welfare to the extent that uh, that we probably needed to for a long time. So you know we we wanted to focus on that. You know we wanted to focus. Uh, you know the first conversation I had with the governor when I came over here, I said you know all the good ideas in the world are wonderful, but unless we start paying our employees more, you know all the all the great ideas are never going to see the light of day. We've got to begin to invest. We've got to staff up. We've got to do everything that we can do to to retain uh, employees, and uh, you know I think you know if you look if you look at the pay plans that have both been enacted uh, across the state workforce as well, you know as what we've been able to do internally, you know we are beginning to move the needle, and much work. Uh, 
you know, much work remains. And the uh, pay plan that uh, was recently announced and that's now in front of the General Assembly uh, is is a continuation of that. But, you know, I think compensation, number one, you know, as well as, you know, Daryl, as, a, as uh, when he came on board, you know, as the new Children's Division Director in January of 2022, uh, you know, really, you know, giving him the opportunity to, st- to take stock and to listen to each and every one of you, as well as, uh, you know, to hear the concerns that the members of the General Assembly had. And, uh, you know, that first year, uh, Daryl, I don't know if you got this sense, but, you know, I felt like, you know, your first year here, we did a lot of listening. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we heard a lot of concerns. We heard a lot of hopes and ambitions and desires, you know, that, that our legislators had of what they would like to see uh, in child welfare in the state of Missouri. And they, uh, you know, we, we listened, we, we took notes and, uh, you know, and, and he began to, to, to craft the plan. Uh, you know, really to turn this thing around in that first year listening that second year, you know, we, we began phase one, uh, working with the governor's office, you know, in, in the general assembly and, you know, what we're talking to our, uh, our policymakers, our lawmakers about this year is our second phase, uh, that we're very, very excited about, but, you know, we know that, that work remains, but, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I never meet a legislator and, you know, you hear a lot of things in the media or you see the debates, you see the arguments that they had, but, you know, virtually to a person, you know, every lawmaker that, that we talk to cares about, uh, you know, the, the children in our state, uh, that they, they want to keep them safe and everybody wants to help. Uh, you know, it's just incumbent upon our team, you know, to to be able to express how they can help and what can be done. Uh, and so that good communication, that relationship building that Ryan spoke about, you know, we can we can purpose the goodwill of our partners uh, actually to accomplish things uh, rather than, you know, us, uh, you know, perhaps holding our cards close and, uh, you know, and our, our friends in the policy making arena trying to shoot in the dark. Uh, to try to figure out what might be helpful when uh, together we can get so much more done. Absolutely. You know, I think listening, listening to, our, to our partners in the legislature was important, and we did that. And uh, to people out in the community, it was important to hear, hear from them and hear what they think. But, I mean, when that first year, I, I went around to the 46 circuits. I mean, we talked to everybody in the circuits, our, our own folks, and, and we did those vision surveys, and we asked them, you know, what do you feel? How do you feel? What, do you, what, what are we doing right? What could we improve on? What's your vision? And it was out of all of that together, I think, that we created that plan. That was, you know, people talk about, oh, gee, it's, 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 it's Daryl's plan or it's Robert's plan or it's their plan. It's, it's, no, it's, it's our plan. It was, it was something we really crafted together. It took some time to formulate it. And I think, I think it's a good plan. And, and one of the first things on that plan, of course, was to try to stabilize our force by getting, by getting pay to be enough that people could come and people could stay. And, you know, I think that we had, we, we've had great success with that. And we, we started that during the great resignation, you know, it was the great resignation, everything, everything was going the other direction. And we ended up coming up the other direction. And it really, uh, it was really, really great to see. And I think we've, we've really stabilized when, when we first started at one point, we had 26 of our 46 circuits were under 75, uh, under 70% staffed. 
and now none of them are. Uh, we are we are hearing stories about people getting their caseloads to a place where they can manage them. We're hearing stories about people being able to do really good work because they've got the time to do it. We've we've heard the stories of our prevention workers, the hundred, uh, which aren't yet a hundred, but they're getting there. We're getting there, being out there in the field and actually making a difference in people's lives. And so, and it, all of that, none of that was passed by a bill. It was all about the budget. You know. Well, if you look at uh, you know if you look at your it's your family budget, your family finances, the finances of any business or organization, certainly of a government, whether local, state, or federal. You know, where your dollars go really tells where your priorities lie. And, uh, you know, we've asked the General Assembly to make this a priority, and, uh, and, and we're gratified that they have. You know, I, I give a lot of credit to Pat and his team, uh, you know, that when we've come forward with a plan, when we've come forward with ideas, uh, you know, they're able to, to, to figure out how to allocate the resources to maximize our, our federal dollars. And that's something, Pat, you may want to share about a little bit is, you know, how we, we try to maximize state dollars, you know, with, with federal dollars to get the most bang for the buck uh, for, for Missouri taxpayers and for our team members here in CD. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for, for our department's budget and, and for Children's Division uh, as well, Federal dollars, federal funds is a big component of our funding streams. Um, so a lot of what we do in uh, the Division of Finance is not just looking at um, how much something costs, but where do we get the revenues, where, where do we get the funds to pay for those costs and support these initiatives, uh, these very important initiatives like uh, the Children's Division Reform. Um, a lot of what we do comes from information from our workers in the field. So a lot of times, you know, they'll see these these time studies, they'll see the random moment time studies, they'll see us asking for information. Um, I think, you know, we're thankful that they do it and that they take their time. I know it, it. they've got a very busy day, but that helps us maximize our federal funds. We take that information, we put it into what's called a public cost allocation plan um, that's very complex. Um, and, and But what that allows us to do is to make sure if there's a federal dollar out there, we can go get that federal dollar to help support the salaries of our workers. Uh, so whether it be 4E or whether it be TANF or 4B or SSBG um, or even some Title 19 Medicaid funding, uh, we take that information. Uh, we're looking at how we can get what federal funds are available and, and what's the best way to fund this to reduce the hit to the state, which also makes it more likely that we can get the funding needed uh, to support our field staff. Right. Well, Pat, I can't thank you enough for all the time that you and your team spend doing that. I mean, for those of you who, who don't know, Pat has these regular meetings. He has regular meetings with our folks trying to figure out how to navigate family first. They have a regular meeting. It comes up on my WebEx, you know, uh, that they're going to they're gonna talk about how do, we, how do we access it? How do we get it? How do we keep it? Uh, how do we use it? And it's, it's all really, really great, important work, Pat. So thank you for doing all yeah, that. Yeah, and that, you know, the family first is uh, uh, – a good example of that, you know, if we can do a good job implementing that, we can actually get a lot of 4E funding for prevention, where that wasn't an opportunity in the past. Now, instead of being 100% GR, that's 50-50 funding for prevention, which we all know if we can do more prevention. It really helps our caseloads by reducing those children who are coming or custody and allows our workers to concentrate on, on the kids that, that are in their caseload. 
Yeah, was it was it Franklin that said the ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure? It was him or some. It was either him or my grandmother. I don't remember, yeah. but it was it was one of those two people. And so it's all again, it's all budget process. So where are we in that process, Pat? The, the it, people will be listening to this about mid February, right? So yeah. so where, where are we in that? So uh, mid February, you know, we've had the state of the state, and we had the governor's recommendations, um, and so. You know, we'll be within, we'll be doing uh, in front of the General Assembly, uh, doing budget hearings. Uh, we'll be working with the legislatures to answer their questions. Um, but I know Ryan and Robert will also be over there pushing the initiatives and, and making sure everybody has the right information. Um, even sometimes if, if they're not asking, they stop by people's offices and say, hey, you know, we're doing this to really, really make sure people are informed about the important work we're doing. So, We'll be in front of the budget hearings. Uh, we'll be presenting the budget uh, from start to finish, answering any questions they have. And, and like you said earlier, they have a lot of questions. Um, and the better informed they are, we think the better decisions they make. So that's it's a very important part of the process. So hopefully the House in, in late February or sometime in March will put together their recommendation, and then it will go on to the Senate and uh, hopefully have theirs uh, sometime in April and, and finalize the budget by around May 17th. Very exciting, and and it, while all that's going on, they're also filing bills, uh, which would may may or may not require us to do things, may change the law, may may adjust uh, our practice. And so, Ryan, you you uh, you live in that world this time of the year, right? This is baseball season for you. Right? <laughs> yes, this is. We've just just about just had opening day, so we're we're maybe a, continuing the baseball metaphor. We're sometime in early April. Um, you know, I found that a lot of times the when when legislators file bills, they um, you know it, it, you may look at them and think, well, this is this doesn't feel right. This is not going to help. And a lot of times that is they are they are trying to help. They are trying to do right by us as a department, as a division, right by the people that we're helping, the kids that need us. It's just a matter of we have to, and that and that's where my job and our legislative team we go over there and kind of help folks figure out exactly where we need to go with this. Is you know we look at what a bill is trying to do, and eight nine times out of ten it is to actually improve the lives of kids, and so we have to go over and explain well maybe there's federal dollars that could be at stake if we do this, or it's just not a best practice. Another state's tried this and it didn't work well. And almost all, all the time we talk, we have those conversations. Legislators are very open and happy to, you know, to, to amend bills and to work with us on that. Very, very, very rarely does anyone actually have an ax to grind so much as they're just trying to help. And sometimes you can get loved to death and, that's right. just where we get over there, and we, we, we have conversations, and we make sure everyone's on the same page. Yeah, oftentimes they heard, they heard a, a genuine, legitimate concern from a, from a constituent that comes from a particular point of view, and you might hear somebody has a, you know, the opposite complaint, mm -hmm. uh, and they, somebody might file the opposite bill, and once, once you hear it all out, people are, people are very open to coming up with answers to solutions. And I think one thing you said there, Ryan, is, is a question I've heard a lot of people say when, when they've talked to legislators about legislation that I think gives gets good answers is what are you trying to accomplish here? What are you trying to do? And once you know that, you know, we can help them and they can help us. And it's, I, I think it's been a terrific process. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that, then that hits the nail on the head too, is when you said Daryl, that sometimes folks just, they hear a story and they think, well, we need some legislation to fix this, which sometimes we just have to say, yeah, we made a mistake and you know what? We're human beings. People, people will forgive mistakes um, as long as you own it. 
and you just you, you figure out how you're going to fix it. And that's that's how we head off a lot of these you know bills that might uh, might really get into the deep down to the nitty gritty of telling like caseworkers how they're going to handle cases when we say, yep, that was a mistake, but here's how we fixed it. And we're, we're going to make sure we don't make that mistake twice. Oh, and sometimes things are, things are systemic, right? Sometimes there is a, a, a regular systemic issue that they could well address. And it, it's, uh, and, and people, again, like you said, they really want to help. They really want to help us accomplish good things. Yes. We'll get together with when, when there is a systemic issue, we, we get together with our friends in the general assembly and they are, um, just you round up to 100 percent of the time. They're willing to help us when they get when they get some uh, feedback from us. They always want to take that to heart and make better bills that way. Right, right. Now speaking of better, uh, what is it that we want to see? Uh, what, what is it we want to see happen from here, Robert? What are what sort of what are the priorities? I mean, I guess they're reflected in 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 uh, the governor's recommendation and what we're going to be able to do going forward. What do you what are your thoughts? What where do we go from here? You know, we want to see. Uh, you know, we we want to see the the budget passed on time. Uh, we want that to be you know as close to uh, you know what the governor's recommended uh, for us as uh, as can be uh, because we worked very closely uh, with his team to come up with that budget and those recommendations and so you know obviously for all of our team members uh, you know I want to see you know the pay plan the cost of living adjustment pass. Uh, that's been my number one priority is is addressing pay, you know, since I've been here. So, you know, we, we obviously have that. Um, we want to see the budget passed. You know, we want to, you know, make sure that legislation and, you know, well over a thousand uh, bills get filed, you know, every session, a very large number. And of that uh, number that gets into the thousands, you know, a productive session would probably be that maybe 50, you know, out of out of the thousands, uh, you know, outside the budget will pass. And so, you know, just a very, very small handful. But those that do move, those that do pass, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, any of those that touch our department that, uh, you know, that we are uh, not negatively impacted. You know, so again, it speaks to, to Ryan's uh, desire, you know, with communication and, and really working, you know, with policymakers. But, you know, if we can get our funding, you know, continued funding for our IT projects, investments and in pay, you know, as well as, you know, phase two of our CD transformation plan, you know, if we if we can get those passed in the budget this year, you know, I, I will count that as a win. You know, we know that state dollars and revenues are not growing uh, quite like they were uh, coming out of the pandemic. So we're beginning to see, you know, state revenues level off. You know, so, you know, we might not see those large new investments, but, uh, you know, we want to see continued uh, investments and, you know, and to see the priorities that we've been able to get through, you know, in recent years past. And, uh, you know, certainly the, the governor wants to end his time in office on a strong note and uh, build a good bridge uh, to the next administration. And we're certainly on board to to do that. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just very fortunate that our friends in the in the General Assembly uh, share our vision and, uh, you know, and they, they have just been tremendously good partners. And we look forward to seeing that partnership continue to bear fruit for the remainder of this session. You know, last year in the State of the State Address, the governor said over and over again, you know, we're not, we're, we're not finished yet. 
uh, we're not we're not finished yet. And I, I I thought of that as we began this session that we're you know he's not and we're not. You know I mean he meant it and uh, supported us in a great way. Continues to support us. Uh, continues to 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 be for us in the plan and and really help us move the ball forward. And and again, you know the first step is is we've got to have the people to do the work. And uh, we we we're there now. Uh, we're we're there in a way we weren't. Uh, it's not perfect yet, but man, we're there in a way we weren't before. And so it's really helpful and powerful thing. And I think that, uh, I, I, I think that we're going to get, uh, you know, to the degree the money is there. I think the legislature is for us. Uh, times are leaner, right, Pat? I mean, they're not what they were. Is that right? Yeah, they're, they're definitely not what they were, but we're, we're, you know, we're still in good shape as a, a state entity, but uh, Robert's right. You know, it, it, it's a little bit leaner year. Uh, so, but uh, I, you know, I, I still think, We've had some significant investments this last year with over 100 additional staff and, and a huge investment in case management. So I think there's a lot of good things ahead, though. So, Right. And, and people are beginning to feel it. You know, people are beginning to feel it. I was talking with, uh, you know, t- talking with Brian West in Kansas City, talking about how the AC workers are, you know, are, are at a place where the, the workloads are where they're supposed to be uh, for the first time since he's been there. And it's like, wow, that's now that's movement. Now, what could happen? What good, good work could happen uh, going forward when we have I've I've told people over and over when we have all the people we need and we've given them everything they need. Watch out because they're a great group uh, and they've got a lot of uh, a, a lot of heart, a lot of talent, a lot of uh, a lot of the right priorities. And we're just going to we're going to be a model for the nation. I believe I believe we're going to be. And so I'm really, really excited and, ha- and uh, happy about that. So big vision, big vision stuff, guys. Any 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 thoughts about that? Any thoughts um, about where we ought to go? Pat, what do you uh, think? No, I just think the continued investment. But I think a. Uh, 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 an important part of in this session, and, and Robert and Ryan are doing a great job, but just what you talked about, making sure the legislature sees the great process with that investment, how that investment is paying off uh, that they, they made in the children's division. Um, I think that's important so that we get those future investments. So I think a lot of the hard work the staff are doing out in the field uh, will pay dividends down the line. Yeah, so Ryan, you see, you're you're the you're the person deepest in the weeds in the legislature and seeing how it goes. What do you think in terms of our vision uh, as compared to what the vision is there? What, what do you think? I think we're probably more aligned with uh, the General Assembly in terms of vision than than we've been in quite a while. I know I'll hear frequently now in discussions with legislators. I'll do, I'll hear about how pleased they are with the, with the transformation of of CD, and I think. Um, you know, I think it boils down to it's a lot of really hard work that frontline CD workers have been doing for years. And now that hopefully it's getting a little better, a little more pay, a little better staffing. And so hopefully that's getting a little better. But the frontline workers were able to produce such a great product that we showcase to the legislature under bad circumstances. Now that we're undergoing this this transformation, I think it's it's going to get a lot better. And the more the more the General Assembly invests in the division, the more dividends that's going to pay because it's going to produce tangible, better results. Um, and so I just can't say thank you enough to our frontline workers. They make my job a lot easier when I have to go over and talk about what the what the division's doing, what Children's Division's doing. I've got a good story to tell, and I've got a story of transformation and betterment, and that is that that's a story that sells. Yeah, you sure you sure do, and I I have to echo just being proud of them. 
Uh, Absolutely. And you got there are the people listening. So I'm proud of you guys. Uh, you've done you've done really super. Uh, sometimes under some really tough circumstances, and and uh, you, you've just done great. So big big vision, Robert. What do you what do you think? Where does it where does it go from here? You know, I think um, you know, I think as a state. Um, you know, continuing, you know, continuing to invest in our people, continuing to invest in our team members. You know, you look at, uh, you know, during this governor's time in office, you know, uh, uh, salaries have gone up almost 25 percent, you know, which is in total uh, cumulative uh, since that time, you know, which is, you know, really, really staggering. And, uh, you know, being in a situation where people are proud to work for the state, where people, you know, are, are, are proud uh, to be a public servant. And, uh, you know, that because human services especially are not a fair game, you know, we're not uh, governed by the normal laws of supply and demand. I mean, you know, people show up at the door with needs, you know, we have to address those needs or calls to the hotline, whatever, you know, the case might be. And, you know, for too long, you know, we've simply relied on, you know, a... Uh, you know, a, a short-staffed group of people that are that are doing uh, you know unsustainable workloads, basically to do superhuman work. And you know, we need to continue to uh, you know invest in our people, and we, you know we're going to continue to do that. Not just investing in salaries, you know, not just investing in in technology to you know, to make the workloads more manageable, but also, you know, I think when you look at, you know, what the General Assembly is, you know, debating, uh, you know, right now, uh, you know, during this time, you know, through the end of this session, you know, it's really, you know, investing in childcare, you know, so that, uh, you know, so that public service is more, uh, you know, attractive to more people and child care for our employees. It's continuing to invest in the pension system that we have, you know, as well as other infrastructure and education and training, leadership development here within, you know, the department. Because, you know, if we want Missourians to be well served, you know, we're going to have to continue to invest in our people. And, uh, you know, that's the prism that I look through you know, policy and, and budgetary decisions that are made. If it invests and values our people, then, you know, we as a department support that. Uh, you know, if it, if it doesn't, then, uh, you know, then, then, then we let other people, uh, you know, sort of take the lead. But, uh, you know, it's going to be, you know, just, uh, you know, continuing to value our team, to invest in our team, and, you know, really to, to strengthen, uh, strengthen our state. Uh, because, you know, we're here, we're all here in Missouri for a reason. We love this state and, uh, and its people and, uh, you know, everything that uh, Missouri means to each and every one of us. So, you know, if it's going to be as strong for our kids and our grandkids, you know, what we're able to do and the difference that we're able to make, you know, whether we sit in these seats of leadership, you know, for another six months or another 16 years, uh, you know, we're going to do as much as we can do to, to make it better. Well, if you listen to uh, if you listen to leadership podcasts like I do, read the leadership books. They they uh, when they talk about private industry, they say that that is always the key. If you want to take care of your customer, uh, you have to take care of your team. 
And I think that philosophy, being up front with that, has made just so much of a difference. When I go out in the field and I talk with our team and say, what, what do you want? You, they want to help people. They want to help kids. They want to help families. That's what they want to do. But they've got to be equipped to do it. They've got to be able to stay. They've got to be able to work a reasonable amount of hours and go home and go to sleep. Uh, and people are getting the opportunity to do that. And, and I think we're seeing it in terms of the results. We're seeing them be able to work with families. We're seeing them be able to move their cases along. We're seeing the number of, you know, the number of children in care are down 2,000 from the time we first got here you know it's it's really been it, it, it and that's really a sign of efficiency and and ability to do the work and it's it's uh, to their credit and it's to uh to the credit of all, all of you guys for helping equip them equipping them to do that and uh you know i just thank you so much we're in a we're in a we're in a we have a really good trajectory you know it's not like you've arrived but what a great trajectory so uh i just am really really thrilled and glad and appreciate you guys for all you've done to help make it all happen so any parting thoughts from you guys pat any 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 final thoughts before we terminate our podcast no here? just uh echo what you said i think we're on a great trajectory probably the best trajectory you've been uh for many years i've been with the department for a long time and and i would uh, agree with that and that's a lot of thanks to like you said the frontline staff can't thank them enough but also your leadership and and robert's leadership and getting us on that trajectory. Well, thank you, Pat. I appreciate that. Ryan, any any closing thoughts? Well, I w- this is where I wish I had like words of wisdom or something wise to say, but I think the wisest thing I can come up with is, you know, thank you to everyone who, uh, you know, works for the department and the Children's Vision specifically because you have put in a lot of work under pretty stressful conditions for a lot of years, and you have, you have given us the ability to, to sell the turnaround plan. I know I, I say to the General Assembly, because that's the world I live in, the people that fund us, you have given us the ability to go and sell a turnaround plan that is, that is working, that is truly working and making a better life for uh, the children in the worst situations that our state has. And I know it's easy to lose sight of what you do, um, you know, in a day-to-day, your work environment when you live it every day. But you are, the work you have done has actually made it easier for vulnerable children to be taken care of and thank you but also don't lose sight of that because whenever you feel whenever you feel down about what you're doing with your life remember you have you have made that impact and that's a lot better than most people uh kind of ever going to do with their lives well i gotta tell you ryan it's a different world from uh, a couple years ago for us to hear the good stories from the legislature to have them uh express that they're hearing good things about what's going on out in the field it's really really a terrific uh it's a it's a terrific rebound by our by our teams out there in 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 the communities and doing the good work they're doing and building the good reputation that they're that they are building so it's really wonderful so it's a great story to tell, and I appreciate being able to tell it. Yeah, it's really, really terrific. So uh, our leader, Robert Nodell, I've got to uh, publicly, uh, with, with all of you, just say thanks to him for make, having made all this possible. Uh, he really, really has uh, been able to, to, you know, during the last legislative session, I was sitting there, we were sitting in a hearing, and I was hearing about all the things that, that the, the Senate, it was a Senate hearing, all the things they were doing. I was thinking, oh, my goodness, what a, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. And I look over, and, and Robert's just smiling because he, 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 he did all this 
work uh, to make all that happen. And it was really wonderful. So I just got to thank you from the bottom of my heart for what you've done for our teams and for our kids and for our families and making the making the the moves that we've made possible. So with so for in in return for that, I give you the last word on this week's on this well, week's podcast. What I'm, I'm not going to take the last word. Uh, a, I want to thank you, and I want to thank you know our entire uh, team at, at at CD that just does incredible work. You know every day, and uh, you know makes our jobs easier because you know we're we're representing great people doing you know doing great work. But you know wrapping up on a lighthearted note, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot, Daryl. It's be a treat for those that have uh, stuck it out with us throughout this podcast. Uh, and I'm going to ask you, as you visited all of those circuits, CD circuits around the state, uh, which was your favorite one, mm. your favorite circuit? Or if you cannot choose amongst favorites, then tell us, you know, what the most unique experience that you had, you know, when you were visiting our team members in all the circuits across the state. Oh, my goodness. You know, that's like asking you to pick your favorite child. You know, that's a horrible <laughs> that's thing. That's the way I intended it. That's a horrible thing. Well, listen, I, I have... I have I have, do you know what? I learned so much from all of them. I'm looking at the map of Missouri over there right now and uh, just, just how, how great and wonderful uh, they all are uh, and were. And I've, I've got to tell you, I, I think that my heart will always be in Jefferson County just because of this, who they are and, 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 the, and the good work they've done. And they've, they've uh, you know, just continued just to do uh, – Terrific, terrific work. But uh, I got, I got to tell you, I, I get out. Um, I really was uh, just uh, appreciative of everybody that I went everywhere. But I will, I, I will tell you this. I showed up. I showed up in. Uh, I showed up in. I believe it was Texas County uh, because I was. I was. I was going to give uh, the the. Um, Oh gosh, uh, I was going to give five people a yarn doll award, you know, because I'm giving out yarn doll awards yes. uh, for all the good work that they did. So I show up and I got them. I've got them all uh, in line there, and uh, you know, I've, I've, I've made five yarn dolls, which takes me a long time. All right, you know, so I'm, I'm binge watching Star Trek making these yarn dolls, and I show up there to give them a yarn, and I'll be doggone if they didn't. Ha- they made one for me. Uh, they made a yarn doll for me to express their appreciation to me, and I thought, well, how 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 terrific is that? And and that yarn doll sits in my office, uh, and I look at it and I think that's the kind of people we have, the kind of people who are who 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 sh- who need to be thanked and are turning around and thanking people for thanking them. It's just a it's a it's it's a neat neat culture we've got out there, and and that exists all over the state. So I just got to say thanks to all of them, and it's been uh, the travels have been fun, and they're not done. So I'm going to, we're going to be coming back around and I just thank everybody for just the great, the great visits that we've had all over Missouri. Wonderful. All right. So, so I guess that's a good place to end. I guess there's no better place to end than with thank you. You know, we're thanking you guys for what you do and, uh, and, and stay with it. We're going to have more podcasts. We're going to have more good things to come. So uh, thanks to all of you for doing what you do. Thanks for listening to us today, and uh, we will conclude this episode of the We Are Children's Division podcast. Take care, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Listen to more episodes of this podcast or our newest podcast, The Call to Foster, wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to help us reach and inspire more Missourians. Thanks for listening.